I'm Tom. And I'm Graham. We're, we're doing this commentary for Christmas Magical. We're doing this completely essential commentary for Cumbercast Christmas Magical Adventure, Adventure Christmas Magical. <laughs> We've got a nice pace today, so that we do sound like a bunch of rabbling children, don't we? Yeah. Oh, so it was just me, you and James saying it was going to be everyone, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And here comes the theme tune. <laughs> Do we do it if you do it stereo -y? Actually, no, because we've only got one headphone in each. It's yeah. on you. <laughs> if you've got the bells. I've I got no bells. I've got the bells and the thing. <laughs> we both... Maybe, maybe it's only a mono file, I'm not sure. Actually, we've got the bells. It's the first... Was it the first time we used, the first time we used our Christmas theme Yeah, gym? I think it was. This <laughs> Christmas got bells. That's more Christmas theme than many things put out. And we fade out. Yeah, it's just an star. This is the first bit of the script we wrote, and I think you can probably tell, like compared to how we end it, and yeah. how we started it. It has no real scope to it, so you're like condensed. Yeah. I mean, it's really about the human condition, this uh, magical adventure. <laughs> I think I think this is the Jewish. When this Jewish bit comes in here. I reckon that's when we start getting off. I think it starts going. Yeah, it's when we get into it and we've got the fade out and fade in. So we've been satirical about ourselves. Bonus tick for that. Self-deprecating humour. Tick. Racist stereotypes. Tick. I don't know if there's no reaction to Chris whatsoever. It's only for the pause. It's actually kind of like that with Chris half the time, isn't it? <laughs> we never answered that question. <laughs> We're talking about how we wrote this. It's quite a disembodied conversation. <laughs> it's got no connection to it. It's good. As you can hear, that Ruth wasn't actually in the script, but she added herself, like Ruth always does. We missed her, actually, quite a minor role. So, Bobo starts off a lot more cockney than he ends up. That's a lot more cockney, and a lot more, like, weird criminal background. That, that quickly goes, as we just have to turn our script really quickly. Handy, handy, handy I tried to find an online Cockney like translator. Oh yeah, it didn't work because it just put like put governor. Four and a half. But yeah, yeah, or governor <laughs> or geezer. <laughs> if I said anything else. So what I'm most proud about of this script is actually the concept of us going to see Woolies past, future, and present. I like that, and it's and so you think from that it's always just a Christmas Carol, but it's anything but that. We, that's probably the only Christmas Carol element, and maybe yeah. something something one appearing to someone. Yeah. I think that, I like the narrative to this, and let's face it, we're only we're not too far away because we've had the theme tune and the yeah. thing, and we're already into the narrative quite heavily. Knee deep in the narrative, <laughs> wading through the narrative box. Oh god. The only one we get stuck in for five minutes yet. Yeah. Next. Not in all London Town at Christmas. Start off. One, two, three. Sing us a song, Bobo. Well, you pull my leg there, girls and boys. This song about all London Town shipbuilders used to sing. I don't think anyone's going to buy that. I love that joke. One, two, three, four.
Because <laughs> I, I had to, I could come up with a joke for a reason why Come On Riley would have been sung. <laughs> so this is Bobo's theme, this music. <laughs> it's like a peep show, is it like a theme for whatever her name is? Like boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we've got a cheesy I like that, I like that. Why didn't Chris laugh properly then? Just to say the lines. I, I quite like it like that. It makes it. Because it is just a silly plot point, isn't it? Yeah. The fact that Chris got to his magic carpet, but it's Nesto. This is the only scene that actually used background, like. I quite like being noise. The rest I just got bored and just used big soundtracks that didn't make sense. So it was kind of should you keep using the ambient stuff? I should have, yeah. It really does give it a feeling, doesn't it? It gives yeah. it that extra edge. That's a note. It's another stupid narrative. That's, point that's there. an interesting point. We could talk about this about Chris playing Marie. Because <laughs> Marie was we late. Can, we can finally confirm that's been a lot of discussion on forums about who that was. We got, got the tail noise in the background. I had a lot of emotion there. <laughs> what year is it, Bobo? Why, it's 1998. Look! <laughs> I thought he was in Woolworths. I wrote that. I'm on that there, TV. This is good. I, this is one of my favourite bits. These like little sketches, aren't they? This is what we hope to actually bring into Cubicast a bit more permanently. Yeah, I see. Less than a weird step child that comes to visit us on Christmas and you give him coal rather than a full family member. This John Anderson's just like American, isn't he? He doesn't sound like that. <laughs> He's got a point. John Anderson not on Gladiators anymore. This is the actual Gladiators dual music here from the Gladiators soundtrack. I like that. God, the remix. We just cut back to supermarket here. It is. It sounds like uh, it sounds like a life support machine at a hospital. Maybe that's what it is. This commentary just self-deprecated our original work. Bobo's quite sexist, isn't it? I think Bobo in his ass and sexist. Don't confuse your female mapper. Yeah, we're uh, we're secretly sexist. Bobo has a point, though, doesn't he? Little He's not Cockney anymore, is he? Whatsoever. It wasn't too bad, guys. First Christmas special. How it burns. This is this is Marie's theme. This music. I. I do like O'Connor's accent. Chris is, yeah, Chris's Irish accent is very good at this. It's his girls' voice, it needs some work. He seems to have more in common with the Irish people than girls. <laughs> you know what they say, man, there's no place like home. I try to get the most romantic line I could possibly, well, not romantic, but overblown line. This is Amy's theme now. It's like really like future. It's like a futurist cash in the attic. That's what this is. It actually repeats a bit. How much is this worth, John T? Four cyber dollars. <laughs> 
just really don't know what to make of it. So why the hell is well. taking us back to 2008 then, <laughs> yeah, This is uh... Well, see now, Glue and Miserable, you folk I like it, I think we start to... I think we're all already perfectly... I think we start to get the concept of Woolies now, and now we need to introduce some anarchy, which we... Which we do. Whatever. See, the theme starts to repeat here, by the way. <laughs> the only thing that really lets this Christmas down is uh, yeah, the low fidelity home range recording feel to it. I know, yeah. We do need a proper. Where is everyone? This branch of water is so empty, We're in Woolies now, we're reflecting on the fact it's empty. Well, in fact, it's actually oh. the opposite, it's really busy because of the sales. <laughs> I'm afraid you're too right, Graham. Yeah. That is actually true, though, we have incorporated really. But mainly it's due to scumbags like James giving up buying stuff, doing it, putting Christmas sales people. No, it's fine, but I've yet to. I'm a cockney man to try to explain the retail industry. So, what you're saying is. What does Bob Hoskins know about retailing industries? We'll have to ask him. Oh, here we go. And so here it is. Yeah, thank you, Amy. So, this is the actual Watson Grove theme team with Wow Wow on. I quite like that. It just gives it this sense of. It's not even on my channel. Really? You can't hear the theme tune? No. Oh, it's just on the... It's a scoreboard channel. It's got rates. I think bags. it was yeah, a mono on a stereo track. So the joke in this is just four lines. I like the little gap between Grom Grom and the tune. There you go. I mean, that's what makes it funny. And I thought the theme tune lasts longer than the actual sketch. It's a buy one Grom t-shirt. Wow, never know I missed likes since it came there, so it this, this joke is the worst joke in the entire thing. I'm very sorry, we couldn't think of a Citizen Kane joke. I, I blame on me because I don't really understand the reference I was making. It's the Jurassic Park uh, 2 reference. Okay. He's, I don't know how he's mistaking Citizen Kane for Jurassic Park 2. Because <laughs> in Jurassic Park 2, everyone complains, like, oh, there's another island. What the hell are they doing there? <laughs> oh, this is a song now, isn't it? That went on too long. We've got some backstory in to him, which I like. <laughs> I kind of I had to add all the like the, the backstory to him because it made no sense. I like this song. It reminds me of uh, to use an indie reference number two, which will probably come up in our next script. It's I reference indie bands all the time. Bell and Sebastian. Uh, <laughs> anything off uh, if you think it's stuff, it sounds like. It's, it's good because it's kind of Christmassy, it's got a nice pace, it's kind of mainstream in feel, and it's not well known. So. It's like a nice, like, it's like a proper pop song, like a nice 60s pop song, like a Burt Bacharach. <laughs> Burt Bacharach of music. So see if you can guess where I've had to, where I cut like a minute out of it, of course it's gone for literally all day. I don't think we've complained enough that it's Bobo singing. I need to like cough a bit more, like get into a bit of a singing voice. Because it just seems like we're just playing this song in, which we have, but... Yeah. Here we go. It cuts there, as you can know that tell. <laughs> it was really hard to edit this, so I just thought we could sob it. It's not like yeah. the covered gas theme, which is just four bars of music repeated. <laughs> with an added layer, so... Just easy to do. do, do, do. This will work well if it's a TV show. I think that's what I think that's the problem with this. I think it's it's almost like a TV script, but we ignore with visuals. I think, but obviously the visuals for like the hammer with would be impossible. Yeah, I've got to say, right. If we can get a montage over this, and that will make it amazing. Right. Like, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> boys. Yeah, just just handing over our penny coins at the till. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. So audio montages don't work. With I think all, all good comedies start with radio shows. To be honest, well not all, but that's yeah, true. But like, because you get really, you need a good dialogue. The dialogue's the hardest thing to do get comedy in, I reckon. 
Yeah. Because everyone can do pratfalls and falling through a wide bar leisurely, can't you? I think that's true in a sense. It really tests out what, what comedy can actually stand up and then once the comedy can stand up on radio, then it can. Yeah. Then you've got all the money to make it visual and to bring out the visual stuff. And it really, it really nails the point home into the metaphorical wood of the world <laughs> that you need to start writing something that you know. That's why we wrote about ourselves and Woolworths <laughs> and, Woolworths. and Morrissey. And the hash of trying to destroy the world. That's that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a little bear. So kids, how we all got So Bobo's quite like sock puppet in a way that he hand puppet that he has to cough to get like a different yeah. voice. Like he's like they're constantly flapping something. Amy's <laughs> not the best at delivering the line. She's a bit bit wooden. She's a bit like a craftwork member. Yeah. But we get over that by the fact she's drunk. She should have slid up. That's a good joke, I like that. This is Chris's theme here. <laughs> it's just Dr. Who music. All the music is Dr. Who music. This is Rose's theme, by the way, from Dr. Who. Rose? Who's? Rose's? Yeah. Okay. This is Rosa. Rosanne's oh, theme. I love. Uh, oh, and it's some of its total music, sorry. This is Dr. Who music. Yeah. Because I. What I really like, I like awkward pauses. It's one of my favourite things. You're the, you're like, the new Pinter in that sense. I was going to say, that's oh, what, the Pinter's one of my favourite authors. Well, my favourite playwrights. Um, Rest in peace. That's no bulldozer. Oh, that's not much of it. It should have stopped. And uh, I couldn't be asked anything. Sorry, guys. It's end the world. She just stopped, then she go pretend as well, then go straight back into it. That's what I thought. This I like this bit. I did this bit in about a minute. Cupboard cast. We get enough enigma in here, don't we? We get quite a bit of enigma. That? <laughs> That's like I think I say, me dies. It was you. Wait a sec. It was. Oh, you. I can't wait to listen to the next episode. Okay, now it's, it's more of a show. It just gets better. There's a lot of enigma in this. I do you like it. Coming closer. Would you like a Johnny Marker to play? Oh shit. And you can honestly believe. believe. <laughs> Let's roll, baby. Looks like we're trapped, guys. This actually is fucking proper tough This is my favourite episode. I like the Ever. chapter. The Cubbycast Christmas Adventure starred Tom. <laughs> I just said next on BBC One, it's Dale Winton. <laughs> Another sodding game show. Amy and Blue. What do we do for this? We stop it and then. Uh... Yeah, we'll stop it. We'll make it step with kindness. Yeah, this can be one Monday, <laughs> they won't come after we'll drag it out. Oh, well, thanks for listening. Do listen do to the next commentary or whatever we do. Just listen and buy things. Don't have to buy it if you don't want to. Got echo out. Ooh. 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 Ooh.